Feel-good fallacies about spoons made from corn are great for outrage radio. But compared to some other progressive myths, they're not really harmful. If only all progressive policies were so benign. It's when progressives venture into bizarre disinformation. Just look at the parents who claim to care so much about their children they deny them vaccines for diseases that could cripple and kill them. Or the food fanatics who think pasteurization is harmful, but raw milk is safe because it is natural. That their kookiness becomes a lot less amusing. So let's begin with the most basic question of all. Who are the people we're calling progressives? Generally, they're the kind of people who think that overpriced granola from Whole Foods is healthier and tastier. They're the people who buy TerraPass bumper stickers to offset their car's carbon emissions. And they're the sort of people whose beliefs allow them to feel morally superior to everybody else who disagrees, even if scientists are among those doing the disagreeing. In general, progressives vote for Democrats, but not all Democrats are progressives, just as not all Republicans are conservatives. As you listen to this audiobook, please keep in mind that a liberal New York City unionized police officer has very little in common with a progressive San Francisco hippie who smokes organic weed and lives in a tree. Though they both tend to vote Democratic, they are not actually culturally or ideologically aligned. Additionally, progressives have waged a largely successful smear campaign against conservatives, even going so far as to accuse the entire Republican Party of being anti-science. They spend a good portion of their time justifying many of their half-baked pseudo-scientific beliefs while simultaneously claiming that the Democratic Party is the true champion of science. Honestly, if they didn't do that, this audiobook wouldn't be necessary. We don't have a dog in the never-ending political fight between Team Red and Team Blue. However, we are zealous foot soldiers for Team Science, and we will push back against unjustifiable attacks on other people especially when those doing the attacking hold a plethora of anti-science beliefs themselves. We engage in this battle not on behalf of Republicans, but on behalf of good science. We openly admit that some conservatives, and by extension some Republicans, have embraced anti-science positions, most famously on evolution and climate change. So have some progressives, and by extension some Democrats. This audiobook isn't about Republicans and Democrats. It is about progressives. And we intend to demonstrate that if it is true that conservatives have declared a war on science, then progressives have declared Armageddon. Progressives versus liberals versus conservatives versus libertarians. But first, let's clear up some terminology. It would be too easy to say that the culprits are liberals. It would certainly sell more books. The word liberal has become a political buzzword, and it has been effectively used, usually by conservatives, to smear a lot of people on the other side. But that's precisely the problem. Without further clarification, the word doesn't tell us much of anything these days. Instead, it means different things to different people, and some use that to their advantage. As a result, Many people think that progressive and liberal are interchangeable labels, but they are not. Progressives like to think of themselves as liberals, but they really aren't. They're radically different. A political party really is far less dictated by ideology than many voters like to think. Politics is messy and governed by expediency. 
ideas and initiatives are just a means to a very simple end, getting elected. Though the matter rarely comes up except during election campaigns, Republicans often vote for Democratic initiatives and vice versa. Parties and their goals also change over time. Democrats weren't always liberals or the party of equality, and Republicans weren't always conservative or obsessed with interventionist foreign policy. The old Southern Democrats of the late 1800s would be almost unrecognizable to the Bill Clintons, Jimmy Carters, or Barack Obamas of today. And Republican Richard Nixon had far more in common ideologically with Democrat John F. Kennedy than he had with fellow Republican Ronald Reagan. So to find the real source of these anti-scientific ideas, we must look beyond buzzwords and party names to the concepts at the heart of politics.